Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Mr. Laura. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. This time that our listeners will be hearing this, I will probably be on a plane. So nice. Yeah. New York City, here you go. The Big Apple, here I come. Let's go. That's so fantastic. I still have not been to New York. I think I mentioned that before. So Mm. you're going to have to take some notes. I need to know. No, you said you've never been. No, never. Oh yeah, you got to make a trip. It's not my favorite place uh, because it's just get makes my nerves a little rattled. It's very, very, very busy. But okay. you know, for the culture and the everything that there is to do, and you know, we watch a lot of ish. And New York is so glorified; like it's just one of those places mm-hmm. you have to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, experience yeah. at least one time. And I'm going to Broadway, so that's exciting. Yeah. So we're definitely going to have to get a review of whichever musical you see. It's a Latin, so I will be bringing it back to the pod. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm super excited. All right. So now I can't wait for for you to come back safely and whole. (laughs) Thank you so much. No COVID. No COVID. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Ashley, we have a couple of quick headlines and a hot topic to get through. So let's get started. Our first headline. This is from Van. This is from Variety. Megan McCain reveals why she quit the view. Exclusive excerpts. And this entire this entire article is written by her. So Ashley, I just knew it wasn't gonna, she wasn't gonna go quietly in the night when she left. Are you surprised (laughs) that she's making so much news? Uh, So again, some background information. She's promoting a book called Bad Republican that talks about her being a daughter of a senator. I don't know his name. What is his name? (laughs) That's besides the point. Um, But in this uh, article or excerpt from her book, it says that on July 1st, she announced on air that she would be leaving The View. And she just talked about what drew, what brought her to this conclusion. Um, I know we've passed around various articles with her blaming both Joy and Whoopi for her departure. Ashley. Is this good or bad for Megan McCain? I don't think it tarnishes anything as far as legacy goes because we all know who Megan is. We all who watched The View, who have followed her career during her stint, 
read this article and rolled our fucking eyes, Delora, because she's basically time. trying to rewrite history. Like it, this was all caught on television, Megan. We have the receipts, okay? The same party that's denying January 6th, but that's, I digress. <laughs> I mean, and, and I don't even want to make it seem like it's just because she's a Republican, right? Which no, I know is the narrative she likes to spin, which is everybody hated exactly. me because I was Republican. No, nah, girl, it's it. you. It's you. It's your personality. <laughs> like Kim said about Kanye, it's your personality. Um, and we talked about this a little bit when she announced her departure. You know, Megan for me is somebody who um, deteriorated so quickly on the show because she's just a very disrespectful person. Exactly. And so to sit up here and try to make it seem like, oh, everybody else was toxic no sis you need to take a strong look in that mirror you threw tantrums you were argumentative you were the most toxic person on that panel I even just watched a couple things um on Twitter before we hopped on just looking back at some of her little moments and I'm like girl this is so embarrassing it's so embarrassing and she always bothered me too because she was supposed to be representing for millennials and she just you know every stereotype that we have about millennials she lived up to I know she lived up to well said Ashley yeah reading this this article and all the other articles about this um upcoming book I just got me 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 I'm the victim you know I'm the one you know, who was put in a corner and cried in my office or whatever. And I'm just, to your point, I'm just like, okay, she, there's zero accountability for her actions. Zero. Zero. And, and she never had a moment of reflection that said, Hey, I'm the one with the toxic energy Mm -hmm. out of this entire equation, because guess what, Ashley, the view has been so tolerable to watch these days. It's just so refreshing to have a cast that genuinely respects each other. You don't even have to like each other, but there's a level of respect. And she, Absolutely. day after day after day, refused to respect Whoopi or Joy. If it was always Joy, but then when it when she got to Whoopi, it was it was a wrap for her. And even the and, platform and the producers yes. and the topics, yes. like she was disrespectful of so much as a part of that show. When everybody else is saying something about you, it's you, babe. It's you. Common denominator, sis. So Ashley, I do have one more question about the view because I I kind of didn't want to talk about it because it is Megan McCain and obviously she is doing all of this dust up because she wants the attention for her book which I have no intentions of reading um, and you know why but, she wrote this book we talked about it she is not making the checks that she was making on the view at this point right you gotta sell nope. some books girl you got a whole child to feed and what is her talent because that's the other part she acted like she was so above the the relationship questions or the day-to-day questions but I'm like honey you are on daytime television you need to have um you know variety that's just she thinks that she's a political mind she thinks she's someone who should be well respected of on her political beliefs and opinions regurgitated everything her mommy and daddy told her (laughs) but that's a whole nother conversation all right Ashley so the view has yet to feel her seat it's been a rotation of guests have you had any faves so far in their 25th season because 
you know, they, they make sure we don't forget how monumental this every single day. <laughs> um, as I said, when Megan was leaving, Anna Navarro deserves that seat, period. Like, I think it's cute to have all of these, you know, the rotation of people, but Anna brings something every single episode. She's funny. She has a point of view that is distinct from everybody else. She's smart. You know, she's able to kind of have the back and forth without it devolving into an ugly situation the way that Megan usually would. Or take it it personal. She's able to, you know, because the, the biggest difference probably is that she's able to make fun of herself. You know what I mean? Yes. Some people yes. take themselves way too seriously. So Anna deserves that seat. Anna is my favorite. Anna, I, I actually didn't even count her as part of the revolving chair because I'm just like, she is a part of the View family and she needs to be permanent. Um, but I really did enjoy Ebony. Uh, of course. Um, I thought... You know, Can we talk about that cut. mustard outfit too? She was looking amazing. She looks amazing. I just, I mean, I love the fact that she can be contrary, but again, there's a level of professionalism that she holds. Like Megan McCain, if she didn't have a famous wealthy family, she she would not have been able to have the temper tantrum she had on television day after day after day without getting fired. Period. Period. I wish Sunny would have a day like Megan one day. Sunny will not be here the next day and we are stands. Okay. So <laughs> that, that, that's all I have to say about this uh, quick headline. You have anything else? That's that on that girl. You summed it up. All right. So speaking of the category is problematic. Uh, Kanye <laughs> West, this is from CNN. Forget Kanye West. He's now officially just ye. According to this article, he filed papers back in August. The judge, Michelle Williams, granted the name change on Monday in California. He will go simply by yay. Ashley, are you impressed by this name change? Girl, I don't care. I have talked about that I don't really mess with this man for multiple episodes, but I guess it's better than I was reading in on a CNN article too. Christian genius billionaire Kanye West was a name that he had once considered changing to. So yay, I guess is simpler, right? But I'm, I'm really starting to wonder, like with his behavior, like that whole face mask that he wore this past week, like, is it just to keep his name, is it just to keep his name like in the headlines to be a talking point or is this genuinely who he is now? Like, I would just love to know. That's all. Like, I would love, honestly, at this point, I need to have a conversation just to say what is really good. Yeah, that's why I call this whole category uh, problematic because, again, I don't enjoy talking about Kanye or, I'm sorry, yay either, but I, I don't know how Kim was married to him this long because I'm sure these antics is just not new. I think we're seeing it because he's a single man and he's out here in these streets, but <laughs> wearing this white mask situation is a bit much. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So... I think they had their points of uh, commonality in terms of uh, vanity and uh, fashion and, uh, you know, some some things that they probably had in common. But again, to your point, no idea how she tolerated this foolishness because and I say this 
mm-hmm. with all due respect to their like relationship, I did think that either they were going to sink or swim when they first got together. I was like, oh, y'all mm-hmm. are swimming. Good for y'all. But and she held on a lot longer than I originally anticipated. She did. So. But Kim is so like for anybody who has watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians and all that, like Kim is so like level headed about things and like the way that she makes decisions that she's just so polar opposite to Kanye and his like antics. You know what I mean? Like she's not this person. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's like it's it, they were a weird match. Very weird match. Very weird. Very true. All right, so let's get into our hot topic. Again, I can't believe we're talking about the Kardashians again, but <laughs> this is nice and juicy. Okay, Ashley, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. The pair who has been dating for nine months now are officially engaged. Um, they... They did it on Beachside uh, Hotel, surrounded by very deep red roses, you know, very punk, very rock. <laughs> um, the ring, Ashley, according to some reports, is knocking on a million dollars and it sure looks like it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you all remembered, but we talked about Courtney and Travis back in June when Scott Disick was out here talking about, talking to her other ex, like, is this chick okay? Based off of the PDA they are known to have. Are you excited for the happy couple? I'm super excited. I think I text you after I found out because I was probably a little late to this news story. Again, longtime Kardashians watcher. I was definitely concerned about Scott. Um, I think I said somebody check on that man, but I, I'm so <laughs> happy for internet. her. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy for her. She went through it. I've been living as a part of their little lives for a very long time. She went through it in her love life, you know, and it seemed like she was been very happy with Travis. So it's not surprising given all the PDA we've seen their, uh, friendship with Machine Gun Kelly and, um, Megan. Megan. Yeah. It's like, it's no surprise, but then again, she never wanted to marry Scott. So it's like, I wasn't sure if this was going to progress to marriage, but Hey, I guess when you know, you know, and I just, I'm hopeful yeah. that this will last because I don't want them. To, I hope, I hope that they're not one of those who like start out super hot and heavy and then it burns out really quickly. Exactly. I guess I'm just optimistic since they started <laughs> as friends and neighbors for years first. So they at least established mm-hmm. like a foundation, but mm-hmm. overall I'm happy. The ring is beautiful. Okay. It's the, phenomenal. The actually. surroundings, <laughs> the way the way that they seem like that they um, went about everything. I'm just, I couldn't be happier. Like, it's like one of those moments like, oh, I love love. That's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm on the exact same page, Ashley. When I saw they were engaged, I was not really surprised, but surprised because again, I thought because they're they're in their 40s frankly not to say people in their 40s can't get married but I'm just saying they've both been in very long-term relationships with you know kids on both sides so you know maybe this was their you know they were going to do a Goldie Hawn and you know Kurt Russell Kurt Russell situation but them getting engaged I'm I'm rooting for them I I (laughs) 
I find her being with him more interesting, frankly. I'm not going to lie. I like her with a little bit of a punky edge. Especially um, when he posted on social and had her sucking his thumb. I was like, whoa, this is a different <laughs> level of heat. Okay. Girl. And it's like, she, he really helped her let her hair down. And you did not see her like that with Scott. And, and Courtney he, has never looked better. Exactly. Oh my goodness, that photo shoot with uh, her and Megan Fox. I, I joked, but I was like, uh, I like men, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> these women are amazing. They both had three kids each and they look like that. I was just like, oh my God, I know. this is amazing. Goals, truly, right? Truly. But uh, my question to you, Ashley, also is so, Shannon, Travis's ex, recently put it on her social media that she <laughs> is going to be away from it due to spiritual maintenance and of course as you mentioned Scott you along with all of Twitter and Instagram are wondering how he's doing currently according to people.com they're saying that he's not happy and currently distancing himself from the family yeah uh, upon this announcement but should we care? So I guess my thought about it is I never want to take pleasure out of other people's pain. So that's where I yes. feel yes. like I fall with the whole excess thing. Like I'm not here to be sitting up here and laughing at their posts or making light of the fact that, you know, they're seeing their people that they loved, you know, kind of moving on now, but I don't know Travis's ex the way that I know Scott, because again, I was watching the show for a very long time. So I exactly. knew that Scott was inevitably hoping that they were going to get back together. I talked about this with his whole only dating 19 and 20 year olds. Yep. Like he was just biding yep. his time. Right. So well, isn't that what happens though? Guys drag their feet. And then when the girls finally move on it's like sol sucker and it's SOL. been six years like sir y'all broke up in That's 2015 and and again they finally <laughs> really addressed it in the final season to say that courtney was like you always have my family looking at me thinking it's me the reason why we're not together i told you what you needed to do for us to get back together and you've never done it mm. So mm. Scott, you know, you have to look in the mirror and that's what's going to be unfortunate for you is if this really was the love of your life, baby. But actually, let's keep it 1,000. Travis is a man. He is a man. <laughs> Compared to Scott, Scott is a pretty boy and, and he has been catered his entire life. Yes, okay? but, but Delora, in Scott's defense, he has had such growth. Is there one? Yes. <laughs> He has had yeah. such, because I despised <laughs> Scott yes. Disick for a very Same. long time. He's had Same. growth, clearly not enough, but he is the not father enough. of that woman's three children. So that's yes. the thing that gets to me too, is I feel bad because at this point, Scott can't escape. You had three kids with this woman. There's no like, oh, I'm never yep. speaking to you again. Nah, we got three yep. kids. Yep. You have to exactly. live in this. There's only so much distancing you can do because we, we have a shared family. And then on top of all that, uh, according to, you know, these uh, articles, the kids love them. Like her kids love him and Courtney, uh, his kids love Courtney. Like his kids posted the engagement dinner in her ring 
on their social media. That's how excited they are. So, oh, I bet, I bet his ex was like, "You motherfuckers!" <laughs> I, think they, I think they mainly spend time with him compared to his wife or ex-wife, Ooh. frankly. So, didn't they used yeah. to have a reality show back in the they day? They sure did. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm not making this up. Yeah, probably MTV or VH1, one of the two. You know how it used to go back in the day. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, yeah, Godspeed so, to everybody. And I hope everybody yeah. finds their happiness and love and bliss. And I was going to close by saying, I'm sure this is going to be on their new show on Hulu. And so he's and I'm ready. reality TV life and everything. <laughs> and that's the one thing I will say that I feel happy that the show ended for is I think that they have reached a point where they felt like the show was inhibiting them from living their best lives. And obviously mm-hmm. this has happened during the hiatus of the show so yes is reality television really the best for people even the kardashians who have made buku money, money off of it i don't think it's always best for your personal life just keep that in mind reality show stars especially y'all bravo chicks because y'all getting caught Ooh. up in some mess y'all going to prison it's getting real in these streets <laughs> real real we talking to you erica sorry <laughs> all right <laughs> So Ashley, in our next segment, it's not quite a microdose, but it's more so in first impressions. So if you checked out our episode, several episodes ago, we did our fall preview and this show, which premiered this week was on both of our lists. And I am talking about Queens on ABC starring Brandy, Eve, and Notori. Um, I'm just going to say Notori. And Notori. Ashley, how was the very first episode? I loved it. Was also, it. it was uh, titled 1999. I loved it. Um, probably mainly because I got to hear Eve rap for the first time in a very long time. Very long and time. I even got to hear my girl Brandy sing. You know, I, I love Miss Brandy. Um, yes. But the, you know, overall storyline, I'm intrigued. Like, I want to stick with it and, and see what's going to happen to these ladies and to this group. I have to say, though, and this is no shade to this particular actress, but I was a bit iffy on that, on the fourth group member portrayed by Nadine Velasquez. Butter pecan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to give her some time, but it's like, you're in a caliber with real life superstars in their respective entertainer entertainment industry so yeah I'm gonna have to see what Nadine's gonna pull out of her bag of tricks to keep up with Miss Eve and Miss Brandy and Miss Naturi but overall I loved it I think the ladies have some great chemistry um Mm -hmm. we have you know a love triangle we have drama we have a new chick on Mm -hmm. the block who you know Mm -hmm. we're getting introduced to which I kept the whole episode I was like where have I seen this young lady from she was in a show in freeform called Famous in Love and was portraying an artist on there as well I was like oh I knew I knew her from somewhere so um, she's super talented yeah yeah she she was great on that as well than the other chick but okay yeah Nadine (laughs) and I feel like they played on that a little bit in the show but you guys have to check it out to see um but overall I loved it Delora what'd you think I loved it too I just love how they played into that again the episode title was 1999 they played in the big mansion in Miami the pyrotechnics (laughs) 
it kind of cracked me up how explicit they were though with like their names and like some of the lyrics I was like oh we're going there but it's almost like a uh you know a parody in some in some ways of what we used to do back in the yeah, day yeah it's right? like watching big pimpin or a video like that you know what I mean yeah because you had the yacht can't exactly. forget that yeah can we say each body is banging I was like yes, yes sis yes. according to her uh interview on uh the breakfast club she said that she wasn't used to showing that much body and I, I guess she didn't she wasn't a sexy rapper in like a little cam or anything like that like very true I mean she was a rough writer so yeah it was just a different but she circle was, it was a sexy town boy so she was allowed to wear baggy pants and maybe show some boobage because that's how we saw the paws exactly that, the iconic paw print <laughs> tattoo right yes and congrats on your baby yes. but again hearing Brandy sing was just so phenomenal and the music is genuinely good so I am so looking forward to more episodes seeing where this show would go because honestly I have no idea I can't figure it out granted it's only been one episode but <laughs> I I'm just happy that we got a chance to uh talk about our first impressions so so overall we're giving it a thumbs up guys check it out check it out all right Ashley I am tremendously excited we are doing a very special microdose especially for Halloween for Midnight Mass. It is my distinct pleasure to introduce someone who is near and dear to my heart. I only have one sibling, okay? <laughs> and she's joining us today for a brand new segment called Scream Queens. Please, everyone, welcome my beautiful baby sister, Dietria. Woo! Dietria! <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, girl. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, so the reason why uh, we started this segment, Scream Queens, is because I actually don't watch no scary movies. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I no demons, kinda... no ghosts, no demons and <laughs> no ghosts. No demons, no ghosts. Yes. <laughs> whereas I watch them especially if it's a good story I'm there but I watch scary movies behind blankets and pillows okay absolutely and and I tell her this often but my sister is an avid horror film watcher so much so she has watched all the things on Netflix Hulu etc etc okay I have I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) She gets that from her father, which, you know, me and my mother always says, something wrong with y'all, okay? Because <laughs> this ain't normal. How y'all going to sleep at night? Peacefully. Look. I'm with your mama. Light is on. So y'all enjoy. <laughs> it is so, so funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I guess, I guess knowing that people don't like scary movies and it's hard for other people to watch it it makes me want to watch it more I don't know maybe it's the challenge (laughs) it's a g out here you just said listen y'all can't handle it I'm watching it all I'm watching it all I got this I'm gonna watch the whole thing no blankets (laughs) or nothing (laughs) lights out (laughs) with that being said because we are in October and Halloween is just around the corner, I thought it'd be fun to recap a very popular Netflix series called 
Midnight Mass. All right. (laughs) This series came out September 29th, 2021. It's it's, uh, by... A film and TV director Mike Philip Flanagan, and uh, he's utilizing the same cast from his The Haunting anthology. So, if you watch, yeah, which are very good. They're all very psychological, but deals with you know spirits and ghosts and all that. So, here's the quick summary of this series. The arrival of a charismatic priest brings miracles, mysteries, and renewed religion fervor to a dying town. All right, Deetria, watching this film, out of five screaming Drew Barrymore's from Scream, okay, how would you rate this series in terms of horror? As, As in terms of horror, and my honest opinion at that, I would say, okay, out of what though? Out of five stars, out of ten stars, like yeah, what is five, it? Five screaming Drew Barrymore's. Five screaming Drew Barrymore's. I'll give it me. I give it a three. A three out of four. Out of four. God. Maybe because I wanted it to be more scary or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So the thing about this series right away is that it is very, it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. Yes. And there's a lot of pacing and things like that. And so basically uh, for this series, a creature comes to town and he's referred to as an angel. Hmm. Would you be convinced, even with the miracles and all that this town went through would you be convinced that this thing was called was actually an angel this is a family channel i can't curse right because i want to say hell no hell no hell no okay you couldn't all the time Beatria girl don't even worry about that (laughs) i'm sorry you know but i have to keep it real like no no you couldn't convince me at all no so, oh my goodness. Oh. So, like I say in the premise uh, of the film, a charismatic uh, priest come into town. It's like a dying, like a uh, harbor town. Yes. A lot of it's a very small community. Everybody knows everybody. But like we find people. out, right? We find out very quickly that the priest is actually the old man who made a trip to Jerusalem. Yes. Uh, and he decided to bring it back to his hometown to, you know, make sure everybody else is renewed as well so at the end of the day the the quote-unquote angel was a vampire okay and the thing thing about this entire series that kind of made it scarier for me oh yeah by the way i would give this probably four and a half it wasn't scary scary, but it was a really it was a good story i was it was a very good story that's what see that's what i kind of based the like i based my horror off of how scary, like, you know, how many times, like, I get goosebumps or I jump out my skin or something, but yeah. I didn't really get that, but the story is what kept me intrigued, because the, mm-hmm. it, it's a very good storyline. Ladies, I have a quick question, because, you know, I like vampires, I like supernatural. Now, is this mm-hmm. an ugly, gross vampire, or are we talking about a sexy vampire? Absolutely, there, there are no Edward yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> no, see, again, no, no, Brad miss me with nothing. this series. Miss yeah. me with this series. No, no Tom Cruise. 
they, they got the granddaddy vampire in this one so yeah <laughs> right right dropping out like a corpse right I, I, I was gonna say dracula when he's upset and not in his human form you know right right <laughs> You got the wings. You got right. the, you know, he looks like a, a naked form. cat. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Definitely I'm bad good. form. Yeah. It's not gonna, it's not one of those where, you know, oh, he cute. I'm gonna watch it. Nah. You gonna, you probably uh, gonna stop watching. So because the first time we see, see it, it and his <laughs> eyes glow in the dark, which is something that's also. Oh, my goodness. Because because how you can this be an angel from God? Yeah. Look like a whole you can demon. only come out. You can only come out at night. I was like, it's a fallen angel. Like demons used to be angels. Okay. Okay, <laughs> like, Lucifer. Okay. You know, I was so mad. I was so I, that 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 is what upset me about that story is that he didn't think anything bad about the angel. It was just so caught up with the angel saving his life that he didn't think. Life. Yeah, he's like it made oh, him well, young again. Right, yeah. right. In the Bible, you know. Uh, you know, they, they were scared of the angels and stuff like that. So he tried to, you know, flip it around. But it's like, no, something is I'm wrong. It's you, not good. I'm glad you say that, Detria, because that was actually one of my, my biggest points. The thing that makes this film scary or the scariest thing about this TV show is the use of the Bible and how easily people are manipulated. Oh my no matter how grotesque the behavior is they are justified oh girl what was her name bev was oh. the worst oh she my was goodness. judgmental and awful and, and uh Dietra, what was your favorite part though uh, what was my favorite part i would have to say the suspense when he brought his old time girlfriend um on that boat I forgot her name. I'm sorry. I'm horrible with that. Oh, no worries. Your uh, he, girlfriend. The, he, he brought his the girl out to the boat and he was trying to explain to her what happened when to Riley him that night. When Riley brought yes. out Aaron. Yes, when Riley brought out Aaron to the boat. I feel like that was one of my favorite parts because it's like, you don't like, I know he's not going to try to kill her, you know? Because it's like, right? <laughs> right? What's she going to do that? You know, because this is someone that he actually cared about in the past, you know, and he just got reconnected with her. And yes. so going through that and, and, <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny also too, because I don't want to say laugh. too much. I, of the laughed. Show. I laughed. I'm going to bring it up. I laughed okay. the most at that part because yeah. the sun was rising. So he brought her out on the boat yes. in the middle of the night, telling her about his transformation mm-hmm and in the middle of nowhere and he's like you're not gonna believe me until dawn and she's like what are you talking about and it is visually beautiful how they did the transition it is but but they also switched it to where you saw him burning into busting into flames flames so he's basically like in a dream state because like where they have you in a dream state letting you know all the things or how did he get to this point because for some reason he kept on having visions of him and her on the boat and now the vision is actually coming you know to part and you know we're trying to understand okay what happened to him and what he's playing to her and then when when they like basically on top of her lungs freaking out because yeah. she's right there burning yeah. in front of him so it was crazy it was a crazy scene but that's one of my favorites and it and, and it was also my favorite because 
we didn't know because a lot of people that received this gift from this angel yeah. they either went completely when they, they either lost their mind completely or it's like they felt like okay I don't want this to happen to anyone else and mm-hmm. we figure out what he decided to do yeah okay so two more things back to the religious uh component out of the seven episodes each episode is named after a book of the bible so we have genesis for episode one and then psalms or episode two and etc etc the thing that and of course the last episode being revelation the thing that's also fascinating to me is the fact that they never use the word vampire (laughs) ever (laughs) because by the end of the series i was like that was a vampire right like because again spoiler alert because at this point we've we've said all the things right everybody dies (laughs) everybody everybody except to me the whole town the 50 people i told you that lived there was was, it was only 48 left i know (laughs) did he eat them all he ate them so they started turning everybody for the big midnight mass for like easter or something like that because mind you the father who was a babbling fool, by the way. He definitely was. He's, he started unable to like preach Control. during the day. So yeah. that's why it turned into midnight, man. So we had like a holy holiday. And then everybody was so convinced that this was such a miracle that everyone in town needs to turn. The problem was if everyone turned, who are they going to eat? So they all died of starvation as vampires. And, and the judgmental chick she was so self-righteous that she started burning down the buildings all of the buildings in the town burned down to the ground ashley it it, it, it was so crazy because it's like at first it was such a controlled situation you know yes. and then it like just a handful of people at most went crazy it, it, it yeah. just went crazy and and they Almost sort like of kind of went crazy <laughs> honestly yeah they yeah. sort of kind of went crazy because they were supposed to all like kept the church, but it was like they was fighting. You had, like I said before, like you had some that realized what was happening, and you had some that was like, okay, they realized it was happening, but they were they were okay with turning to animals, basically. So yeah, because again, these were miracles. They weren't. No one explicitly said that they were turning into vampires to where you only survive off of blood and come out right. at night. They not everything. <laughs> Everything was backed up by a scripture, yes. right? And it was it was just so. Insane, do you guys so. think the overall theme of it is the dangers of religious fanaticism? Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. And that's why I said that was the scariest part because I'm we were raised in the church and I know the word and I was like, it had me thinking what? God was a vampire at first. I <laughs> oh no! All these scriptures. Oh no! <laughs> the power of content right there guys do you see the power making them question their whole childhood and upbringing. okay the other old lady on the town was like when this young priest was preaching she was like that's not the word of god i don't ever want you to go there i was like thank you Mildred. she was the only one the that only felt one like who did not fall for everybody go. else was just following everyone else everyone was just yeah. like oh my goodness he did this so it must be like they didn't think they didn't question anything that was Nothing. the problem 
And that's that completely followed every single they hung on every word. Wow. Excellent point. (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts about this series before we finish this segment? Okay, I want to bring out two points about one person, and that's Beth, which is the most hated person on the series. Oh, absolutely. Did you notice that when they started attacking everyone at the church? how she was hiding yes so my thing is so you didn't even want to get like a coward you didn't even want to get you didn't even want to turn for real but you wanted everyone else to turn what that's one point and then the second point was i was just glad she died that's just one of the characters that you know you just (laughs) somebody been bad the whole movie you like oh i can't wait to see sorry not sorry Sorry, so not to, to your point, also, Ashley, you know, all of the shelter burned down to the ground. They had turned off all the the power, the the cell services because they were converting the whole city or oh, the whole convert- town. Mm-hmm. And so when the sunrise, everyone got 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 except for two two teenagers. So because while the vampires was burning down the town, the good guys were burning a boat so the vampires wouldn't be able to leave. So by the time the morning come, even they were supposed to hide in the church, but the good, but actually the, the bishop or the pastor, he burned down the church or he let his yeah, daughter burn his down the love, church. Because his love had died. So exactly. There was, yeah. And so, so that was honestly how everyone died because the vampires had no shelter towards the sun. Yeah. And everyone Got turned. It. So whole time it. Yeah. So, well, see, I didn't need to watch the series. Y'all summed that up perfectly. You know, we got you. You know, any scary movie, I got you. <laughs> literally, literally, it sounds super interesting, though. I'm not gonna lie, it, it sounds it was, super it was well interesting. Written. It was well written, and that's Very why I wanted to bring up this particular uh, project because it was well written. It was it's scary enough, and you know, you know, it's Halloween around the yeah. corner so it was definitely a good story and that's the, like even though i like things that pop out at you it kept me interested because the story was very good and, it, and you wanted to figure out like okay what's gonna happen like okay what's, you know so it kept you kept you interested it really did oh my goodness thank you so much detria for joining us today absolutely thank i'm you so, so much happy oh my goodness your insight is invaluable and I look forward to doing this with you again. Woo woo, you know, call me anytime. I got you guys. <laughs> All right. So thank you again to my beautiful sister for joining us for this very special microdose. Ashley, I'm so excited for next week's episode. What are we recapping? Yes, guys, it is a throwback recap of Halloween cult classic, Hocus Pocus from 1993 can't wait super excited to dive in we hope you guys are getting your halloween festivities on got your costumes picked out if y'all know of any good parties shoot me a dm okay we'll see you next time (laughs) bye